We're born into our names, but we become family by heart. I'm Dustin Gruss, public speaker and family transition coach. When my wife and I found out in the beginning of 2016 that we weren't going to be able to have our own biological children just seven months into our marriage, we were shook. Little did we know what lied ahead through our journey of infertility, foster care, and where we are now having recently adopted our two beautiful boys. What we do know is every little bit of help we got along the way was priceless. And that's what we can expect with this podcast. Stories of inspiration and resources to lead you through that journey. From the heartbreak of infertility to the hope and blessings that come with foster care and adoption. We may have different stories, backgrounds, and names, but we're all family here. This is Family by Heart. What's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Family by Heart, where we come from different backgrounds, different ideas, different concepts and ways to build a family. We're born into our names, but we're all family here. This is Family by Heart. I'm your host, Dustin Gruss, and happy holidays. It is December, and we're nearing the end of the year. Hard to believe that 2022 is just about over. And the first season of Family by Heart is just about over. And I hope that you've enjoyed our interviews, our stories, our lessons that we've been able to learn. And certainly hope you've enjoyed our guests. And I'm excited for some of the people I've been talking to to get ready for 2023 and start off a new season. And I really just hope that you all are finding benefits from me sharing our story. My wife and I sharing our story and our experiences. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today while we're kind of doing this little bit of an impromptu uh, episode is that while you've probably heard throughout the season and through the different episodes that, and even if you follow me on social media, that we're living a pretty good life right now. We're really enjoying our life with our sons, our two adopted boys, and, you know, just thinking four or five years ago, we never thought we were going to be here. We were crushed with uh, the the fact of infertility, that we weren't going to be able to have our own kids. And to now be here just over a month away from celebrating one year of our adoption day with our boys, to be celebrating our first official Gruss Christmas having just celebrated our first official gross Thanksgiving, even though Tracy has been with us since he was three months old and Draco since he was a day old. It's hard to believe that we're here, but it's awesome to be here. But we've been celebrating and sharing how great our life is now, but I want to remind you, if you haven't listened from the beginning and haven't listened to different interviews and talks and episodes I've done it's been a journey it's had 
it's rough patches it's ups and downs and honestly it still is a rough journey and so today we're going to talk about the scars and the healing throughout our journey and what i mean by scars is there's times thinking about where we were a few years ago where it still hurts there's times that catch us off guard where like ooh, ouch i haven't thought about that for a while that kind of hurts still and one instance i'll give you of that is as the boys and i were putting up our christmas tree and decorating it last friday I had forgotten that my wife Leanne had made little miniature stocking ornaments for our first placement of our two foster kids that we had, Z and K as we'll call them. And Tracy asked, well, what, what are these? What's this? Like, where can I put these? I'm like, no, 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 please just just let me put them aside for a minute. Let me have a minute. And I needed a minute. Just looking at their names, having thoughts and memories of them. And, and it was tough. And it stayed with me for a little bit that day. And, and there are moments each day where I think about them. And, and I would certainly say that they're scars. I remember even though we had Dracy with us as a foster son, I remember being at a doctor's office and hearing the name of one of the first two kids, just the first name of Z, uh, being told that there was a Z in the room next to us. And suddenly I couldn't even focus on Dracy. I was trying to find out is it her is it her next to us so I'm just kind of waiting looking out the window hoping that the nurse or doctors were going to leave the door open so as they came out we could see them I remember needing to see my grief counselor again because in ways because of even though they were only with us for seven weeks they left an impression on me forever remember the last week of them being with us Z was having a hard time staying asleep at night and the only time that she seemed to stay asleep was when we were in our recliner and she was laying on my chest and then suddenly that was gone suddenly she was back with family which was the goal the whole time with foster care goal is reunification with family and so that's something to celebrate but at the same time I couldn't help but think as I bonded with her and with her little brother Kay he was more of a baby so he was going to remember as much as she would but couldn't help but think does she wonder where we disappeared to does she feel like we abandoned her even though she came to us does she feel like we abandoned her that suddenly 
where she felt safe and secure for seven weeks. She's wondering what happened. And so I had to see my grief counselor about that. So when memories or flashbacks or little things like the stockings creep up on us, it surprises me. It catches me off guard. And it's a scar and it's an emotional issue that I need to deal with and get over. And I know one that my wife had to deal with for a long time, even though we were getting into foster than adoption side of things was when there would be pregnancy announcements knowing that we weren't going to be able to have that. She was going to be able to do the reveal for me or we didn't get to do gender reveal parties or any of that stuff. So that was for a long time for her a scar, an issue, an emotion she had to overcome each time that we faced it. And one of the things I was able to do as we headed into last year, knowing that we had the permanent custody trial for our, for the boys, I guess it would be more of a hearing and we didn't really get to even sit in on it. We were there in support of the boys, but we sat in the hallway. Um, was I gave up alcohol and not that I was a heavy drinker by any means but um, I didn't want to lean on it as a crutch or as a coping mechanism and that's something I talk about a lot I don't want to rely on substances to be a coping mechanism for me so that's one thing to help me but basically what I'm getting at is through the fertility struggles, infertility, foster process, adoption process, and now being a parent. As I said, we still face struggles as a parent. We actually went to a, a meeting the other night. It's kind of a support group, if you will, about how to handle your children when they are I don't say misbehaving but when they're being kids how to handle your emotions and your anger and it's something that my wife and I both have struggled with because to be honest especially being stay at home dad they wear you down especially when there's two of them and just one of me it can be exhausting at times. But to be in that group and hear other people dealing with the same issues. And by all means, most pe these people look very happy, healthy, professional, seem to be put together. And to hear all these other people that some of them dealing with scars from their past that they're trying to not pass along to their kids there was something comforting in that 
and the tools that they gave us to stick with and follow through with and help us become better parents. So what I wanna cover in the last few minutes here is to give you some insight on how to overcome, how to face your scars, overcome the pain from the past and do some healing. So the first one that we're gonna talk about is one, kind of have an idea what you're getting into before you get into it so that you can lower your expectations. You can have more of a handle on what's being asked of you. And I had an opportunity to speak earlier this week with a group and the question was asked like, how was I able to go into a situation as a foster parent knowing that the goals could be reunification, knowing that these kids were coming to our home and that we were going to get attached that we were going to love them and be faced with the fact that there's a possibility they weren't going to stay with us and that they were going to go back to family and that I might not see or hear them again. See see or hear from them again. And the thing that we had to remember was what, what I told them was we went into it with the expectation of this is what we're being called to do. We are being called to give these kids a solid foundation to start with that we're being called to walk alongside the parents give the biological parents the opportunity to do the healing that they needed so that they could get their kids back that our goal was was reunification just to provide them that solid foundation a safe place where they can feel safe and feel loved and nurtured until they can feel that back with their own family. So we had that expectation and while it still hurts on those days, like when I see the the ornaments or when I happen to see the photo album we have of the kids catch my eye or one of the photos we have of the kids hung up in our house, and sometimes it catches me off guard for a minute. Um, I knew what I was getting into. And so did my wife. And you certainly want to protect those kids once they're in your home. And knowing that they came to you for a reason. But again, the goal is reunification. And so knowing what your job is, what you're getting into, you're able to kind of lower your expectations with that. Secondly, basically what I'm doing now and what I was able to do in that uh, speaking opportunity I had where I got to share my experience. And that's share your experience. Talk about what's bothering you. Whether it be with your spouse, with a professional counselor, with support groups, with your friends on a podcast whatever you need to do talk about your experience talk about what's bothering you because if you bottle it up you keep it all stuffed down that's not going to help you it's just going to fester and grow and, and infect you and other parts of your life so talk about what's bothering you 
And that's one of the reasons I'm glad I have this podcast. One of the reasons I'm glad my wife and I have gone through this experience together is that we've grown more because we've been able to share our stories and our experiences and our emotions and be there to comfort one another. And it's important that you talk about it because it's going to really just eat you up inside if you don't. And lastly, keep in mind that time heals everything. Maybe not completely, but the pain that you feel will get better over time. For instance, my wife found out yesterday that a couple couples that she loves and adores within 10 minutes of each other both told her that she was that they were pregnant that they were expecting and even though my wife had dreams the previous couple nights that she was pregnant even though that can't happen something like that in the past would have derailed her and had her off for a couple days but the fact that she was able to not only receive the news but feel complete joy for them about it was amazing I'm so happy for her that she feels that way and said I miss those kids but I have to believe that because they went back to their family and we never heard anything from them again the county tends to try to reintroduce or put the kids back with someone that's familiar with them if they enter back into the system rather than bouncing them around again and again because each time a child is moved from home to home it is a form of trauma um, we haven't heard from them so I like to think that's a positive so time has healed that wound and so I just kind of picture that they're doing good the kids are okay and it's kind of fun to think about where they might be in relation to our kids now so there you have time heals talking about it heals and keep in mind what you're getting into in the first place and there's still healing for us to do there's still healing for the kids to do there's still times that we're going to grow and have more scars and more pains and things that we're going to deal with. But following those guidelines and knowing I have this podcast, people I can turn to and talk to, is going to help me along the way. So I hope this podcast helps you. And just remember, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, we're born into our names, but we're all family here. Please feel free to reach out to me if you're on any part of that journey dealing with fertility, infertility, foster care, adoption, deciding to live child free. Uh, please feel free to reach out to me and I look forward to speaking with you guys again next time. But happy holidays 
happy 2022 heading into 2023. We'll talk to y'all soon. That was perfect. That's the reaction I got recently when I shared with one of my clients their personal greatness meditation that I created for them using their own words to describe a perfect life. Do you have clarity on the things you want for your life? Many studies show not having a specific goal prevents people from ever really making any significant progress because the lack of direction pushes and pulls you in many directions. Have you ever heard of a dream board before? It's a collection of pictures and power phrases or words that depict things that the dream board creator wants for their life. My Personal Greatness Meditation, or PGM, is a literary depiction of a dream board, but drafted in story form as in what a day in the life of a perfect life would look like. To get a PGM created for you or a loved one, we would talk for 60 to 90 minutes going over some key areas of your life, your relationships, your financial status, your health, etc. And where things are at in those categories and how you would like them to be, if anything was possible. I then take the information provided and create that PGM for you then delivering it to you the first time via chat and then send you a doc file copy and in mp3 format so you can read and or listen to it as often as you wish helping you calibrate and focus on the steps you can take to get to that perfect life let's write your story of greatness together and give you clarity on the life of your dreams that is possible because you'll know what you are working towards